Housers, and welcome to this week of Hows We Manage, where we aim to inspire, bring joy, and teach you better ways to manage yourself. I'm Meredith Seba, and today we're going to be discussing the imposter syndrome. And this is shocking. I think I say this before every podcast says that I do. This is one of my favorite topics to discuss, but I really mean it. Uh, I think I enjoy this topic, the topic of the imposter syndrome, so much because Almost all of us experience the imposter syndrome, yet so many of us feel as if we are alone in these feelings. So let's talk about it and stop feeling like we're alone. I actually remember the first time I learned about the imposter syndrome. I had just joined a new company and I was sitting in training and the trainer was doing this segment on on the imposter syndrome and how it relates to confidence and my mind was like blown. I remember sitting there and having this like moment of looking almost like I was watching myself from the outside and saying, that's you, that's you, you experience this all the, all the time. And I really do and I really did. So um, I want to talk about it. I want to talk about why some of us feel this so deeply and why it's so common. But I guess I should probably start with explaining what the imposter syndrome is to any of you on the, any of you listening in that aren't aware of what it is. So what is the imposter syndrome? This is when a person doubts their accomplishments or their talents and has this persistent fear of being exposed as a fraud. Despite the evidence of their competence and their abilities, those that experience the imposter syndrome remain convinced that they are frauds and that maybe they don't deserve all of the things that they've achieved. Uh, People with imposter syndrome oftentimes attribute their success to luck or a result of deceiving others into thinking that they're more intelligent than they really are. It's actually a pretty ugly place to be, uh, especially if it goes unchecked. So think about it this way, if you're trying to decide if maybe you've felt imposter syndrome before. Have you ever sat in a meeting with people and they're speaking about a topic and they're going a million miles a minute and they are just throwing acronyms at you left and right? Do you sit there and do you ask yourself or do you ask them what they mean or do you sit there and stay quiet thinking that I don't want them to know that I don't know. I don't want them to discover that I'm a fraud. I have no business being in this meeting. Have you ever felt that way? Or how many of you have actually blamed your success on luck or good timing? Have you ever said, I'm not doing anything differently than anyone else. I'm just really lucky. If you can resonate with either of those things or either of those examples, Congratulations, you guys. You're probably an imposter. I'm just kidding. You're not an imposter. It's actually the opposite. You think you're an imposter. The reality is it's not true. You're not an imposter. You're not an imposter. We can't all be imposters and we most of us actually have these feelings. So what can you actually do to combat these feelings? I want to talk you through a couple of thought approaches that will help you to sort of take ownership of your success because that's really ultimately what it comes down to. Starting with, number one, if you have a long pattern of success, you're likely more talented than you think, not less. So think about that. Think about the person that you were a year ago, three years ago, maybe a decade ago. If we're going to 15 years, we're all, some of us are going to start aging ourselves here. But there are most likely, if you're thinking back on that person from your past, you've most likely accomplished quite a few things. Did you graduate college? Did you get a promotion? Did you get your first big job? Did you exceed your sales goals? Did you collaborate on an impactful or important project? Did you receive a great performance review? We tend to ignore all of this evidence. This is all evidence that we have earned our place. We tend to ignore that evidence and allow sometimes the imposter syndrome to to take us over and and allow us to continue to believe that we we are imposters and we don't belong and we're frauds. So remember, If you have a long history of success, you're likely more talented than you think. 
The second frame of mind I'd like you to kind of mind shift I'd like for you to kind of think about here is the stuff that you know that's second nature to you, it's often game-changing to others. This is what we call the expert curse. We are so good at something that we forget that it's even challenging for others. And this one is huge. This one I think is is probably the biggest um, mind shift that's going to help you to realize how very talented you, you are. So each of us has that thing that we can just do it in our sleep. We're so, so good at it. For me, I love public speaking. Actually, that just made me laugh. And sorry, I'm going to share. I love speaking, it turns out. Not even just public speaking. I love just speaking. I'm sitting in a room by myself right now, and I'm just talking to myself. It's actually really fun. So anyway, I digress. Um, so when it comes to public speaking, I it's really easy for me, but I actually know that it is a paralyzing fear for others. I forget that I have this talent, that it's not second nature to most people, and I need to embrace that. So take a second and think about it. What are you really good at? Are you great at Excel or, or Sheets? Are you great at selling? Are you great at analysis or communication or coding or whatever it is? Own it and use it as a reminder that you are not a fraud and you are not an imposter. The third and final mind shift I'd like for you to take on here is thinking about the stuff that you're worried that you don't know. People that you look up to, they don't know it all either. And I know this to be a fact. I've seen it. You'll never know it all, so stop worrying about it. If you're in that meeting and you don't know what an acronym means, ask. You're not a fraud for not knowing something. You have to have this always learning mindset. Be really curious. Not knowing something is actually an awesome excuse to shine a light on another person's gifts, another person's strengths, and an opportunity for you to learn. So think about those three things and remind yourself it's just a shift in the way you think that can really help you to combat the imposter syndrome. But as a final thought, it's kind of, it's okay to embrace the imposter syndrome. There's this great TED talk that's linked in the show notes. I really encourage you to take a listen. It's from the perspective of this extremely successful billionaire. He tells his story and about how much still to this day he feels the impact of the imposter syndrome. His message is one that I, I've really um, tried to embrace lately. His message is that there is goodness that comes from the feelings of imposter syndrome. It's not about questioning yourself. You shouldn't question yourself, but you should always question your ideas and your beliefs. That's what's going to make you better, more innovative, a self-driven learner. Those are critical feelings. Those are critical attributes to actually have to better yourself in the future. So imposter syndrome is not necessarily a bad thing. You just can't let it paralyze you. And that's all I've got for you guys today. Feel free to reach out if you need me to tell you how awesome you are. I'm happy to do that. I can help you combat the imposter syndrome. But until then, join us next time for How's We Manage. 